Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Okay, you guys, I don't know if you know, but I'm like basically just a fancy, fancy lady with tons of dumbbells. Even when I'm in my sweatpants, in my jammies, in my freaking nursing bra, I want to have some dumbbells on me. Okay. So my recent purchase, which I know some of you have noticed on my arm is my new tennis bracelet by James Allen. James Allen is an amazing, amazing jewelry and diamond store. And they have like online. You can do everything online. I did everything online. It was just such an easy experience on their website, uh, trying to choose like exactly what I want. And like, I thought I need to choose more things. I was like, wait, I'm going to have to choose like how many carrots and how many this and how many studs on the thing. No, it was like so easy. Um, I just went on the site. I went under tennis bracelets. I knew there was like a three prong. I knew I wanted a four prong. Um, I knew I wanted the white gold and boom. I was like, wait, this is it. It was so easy. And I'm so happy to be partnering with James Allen because they really are such a great jewelry store and they're so helpful in their customer service and their diamonds and jewelry are really, really super affordable. And they also give you the option of getting like an earth diamond or a lab diamond, real diamonds, just created in the lab and you get more bang for your buck if you go that route. So check them out. Listen, so many things are coming up. Maybe you're having a baby and you deserve a push present. Maybe your birthday is coming up. Maybe you're a mom and Mother's Day is coming up. Like you deserve to treat yourself and like what better than a freaking diamond. And what is even more awesome, you guys, is that I have 30% off. <sighs> to give you guys. That is so freaking amazing. Like that is a huge, huge discount. So go to jamesallen.com to customize a piece of fine jewelry or design your dream engagement ring. So use the coupon code not skinny for 30% off site wide. That's huge. 30% off code is not skinny. Go to jamesallen.com and um, compliment me on my tennis bracelet because it's always in my stories and need some love. Need some love, you guys. This is Amanda Hirsch from the Not Skinny But Not Fat podcast. You might know me from Not Skinny But Not Fat on Instagram, where I spend my time talking about reality TV, celebrities, everything happening, and pop culture every Tuesday, okay? I also talk to some of our favorite celebs and reality TV stars. We talk about what's going on. Tune in every Tuesday and just feel like you're talking with your best friends in your living room. Okay, I'm so excited for today's guests because I love these bitches so much. Two favorite bitches from Summer House. 
Uh, Hannah Burner and Dave DeSorbo <laughs> are in the house. I love you. I'm sorry that I like Amanda and Kyle Jewin together. I thought I was special, but now I feel like everyone else is doing it too. It's okay. I feel better when I do it with Hannah. She's like a security blanket for me. Yeah, we've we love any time we can spend together to talk shit is yeah. time well spent. Right. Because I can't stop thinking about the fact that the Giggly Squad, if people don't know, Hannah and Paige started a Giggly Squad thing, uh, Instagram Live, right? It started as an Instagram Live thing during quarantine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. People became obsessed. Well, it was kind of insane. Like, I can't believe we did it. We went live every night at 10 p.m. for three months. Which is how dark shit was. (laughs) If you asked me to do anything now, (laughs) for three months, every single day, I'd be like, absolutely (laughs) fuck off. But it was like survival mode. And I think everyone was in a dark place. So then every day at 10, we'd like throw this stupid party and we'd just talk. And the energy made you feel alive. Like there's other people out in the world, even though we can't see them. Yeah. No, that was a a good idea. That Was that when like Justin Bieber was going live 17,000 times oh, he a copied minute? us, yeah. Yeah, it was like everyone was going live. He'd purposely go live when we went live to try yeah. to like steal our audience. And we'd be like, <laughs> Justin, um, who else was doing it, Paige? John Miley, Miley. Miley did it and John Mayer was doing it. Yeah. And then Austin and Craig also. But like we were doing it at the same time with them and they would drink all day and go live and we'd just go live at 10. And they were yeah. like, how do you do it every day? And we go, we don't drink for six hours. <laughs> they would like. And you don't need to drink. They would like, like not have a plan, though. Like I would watch <laughs> theirs. I'm like, you guys are just going rogue. Like, what do you. <laughs> Crazy. And they'd wake up in the morning and be like, what happened? Like, I don't know. <laughs> it, I mean, that was impressive in its own way. Yeah. And you girls were just having like a conversation, like talking shit, but with people watching. Whereas where other people go live, they're like reading the comments like, you're from Brazil. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Well, Hi, we, Brazil. Yeah, we had like a sh- like we a run of show. show. Yeah, yeah like we, had we would create it every day. We would start no, with I love catching that. up what we did during the day. And people who know us were like, you don't do anything all day. So how do you speak on things? And I'd be like, you'd be fucking surprised yeah. what we can talk on. I... I'm obsessed with that. I remember when Paige was on my podcast and I remember I told you after that, Hannah, I was like, oh my God, Paige is such a vibe because you said so many things that hit home. You said like, you were like, I can't have friends that like want to hang out. I need friends that like get (laughs) get that this is like a FaceTime messaging. I need to get better at maneuvering that even though Hannah is like too much like that. Hannah is like the, the like very bad at it. But I'm like, how do you like, do you pretend to want to hang out and then don't or do you not even pretend? No, sometimes I do pretend like I have like a few girlfriends who are so nice. Like they're it's stupid how nice they are. And I'm just like, oh, I should be like checking in on you. But like, I just I can't like, you know, and I feel so bad. But I try and do like dinners now, but it's exhausting. I mean, Paige, you get dressed every single day as if you're going out. <laughs> so like you're going somewhere. Yeah, but it's usually like I get dressed, I take a picture and then like I put my jammies back on. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's such a lie. That's such, you're, no, you're you'd be not surprised. taking Amanda. You'd be surprised. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you'd be surprised. <laughs> There's so many things that Paige posts and I like I respond to her stories when I see it because she'll be like swipe up to get this like nipple cover. <laughs> and I'm like, no one can wear this. But who's swiping up? Like who's getting this cat suit? But you did you say I need nipple to know. cover? <laughs> Because I'll swipe up. I'll be like, here are these H&M like 
you know, sweatpants that everyone would want to wear right now. But Paige is like, here are these thigh high boots (laughs) in like mid quarantine. I need to know, like, are people swiping up? Yeah. It's called aspirational, Amanda. (laughs) Wasn't she wearing like a legit cat suit the other day? Like a white bodysuit like head to toe I'm like who is swiping up <laughs> dress and for the job this? you want not the job you have <laughs> legit they need to do memes like seen on page the sorbo then I bought it mm. like when, when people <laughs> do those things no it's been a wild ride so that became the Instagram lives became a podcast mm-hmm. and a Facebook group that is like I don't know. I'm scared of Facebook groups. Do you girls yeah, go on great. your Facebook group? We like stopped it because people were get, getting crazy and like we couldn't moderate anything. Like we yeah, had we no idea what was group. going on. Like we created. didn't even go in it. We set like a couple moderators who wanted to do it, but then we'd get messages all day being like, fuck this moderator. Like this is fucked up. She let her say this. And then, um, but it was really just a couple bad eggs that kind of ruined the vibe. But then they created yeah. their own groups and then we didn't have to be responsible for like the fighting. Um, but it's just classic group mentality. It's like putting a couple a bunch of yeah. people in a house together and seeing what happens. You know, that's what Facebook groups are. <laughs> Facebook. But like, I feel like there's like a hierarchy of like toxic social media. And I feel like Instagram is the least I feel like toxic, but Facebook is definitely up there with like Twitter and like Reddit. I feel like I feel like TikTok is the least toxic because the Gen Z is calling everyone out. (laughs) They're like, that's bullying. (laughs) My mom, my mom recently like texted me some like crazy paragraph about me. She was talking shit to me. And I was like, where did you see this? And she goes, Reddit. And I go, absolutely get out of here like first of all how do you know how to work reddit second of all how are you on it i'm like i'm like i'm not talking to you anymore what's fucked up too is like now people are journalists are getting pretty lazy in quarantine sometimes and they're writing articles based on reddit quotes mind you yeah you guys reddit there's literally people in caves (laughs) (laughs) like it's anonymous i could go on there and say it's my fucking little brother That's how Hilaria Baldwin stuff came up. Yeah. And I feel like Army Hammer, it's like all Reddit. Yeah, a things. lot of dark shit starts in Reddit. And then th- if it's legitimized, then it's bad. But yeah, I'm not allowed to go near social media most of the time for my mental health. Yeah, we talked about this a little bit. Like Hannah has been having a little bit of a rough, uh, <laughs> a rough. Uh, no, because I told Hannah like, First of all, your first season and say like you were like untouchable. It was like, what could you say about you? Mm-hmm. You know, you were so like just funny and cool and like no one could touch you, you know, and um, and this season it changed a little bit. But I was telling you, I was trying to be objective about this season to be like, how would I feel about you and about the situation? If you didn't know me. Right. And like, I still, and I feel like I can be objective, you know, and I, I was trying I to be like, what? Sometimes. Am I? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but you keep it um, real. <laughs> oh my God. Remember I interviewed Luke last summer <laughs> and I like had heart palpitations because he took me in the woods of Minnesota <laughs> and like, was like, here's the lake. Like no joke. Like, <laughs> no, we believe the, you. We were, <laughs> no, yeah, we fully like, believe you. We know. <laughs> You guys, so every Mother's Day, it's like, what do I get my mom? Do I get her flowers? Do I write her a sappy card along with the Hallmark card that I buy at the store? 
listen, StoryWorth is an amazing, amazing, amazing idea for a Mother's Day, whether it's your mom, your aunt, your grandma. It is such a sweet idea. Literally, I wish I came up with it. Um, It's an online service that you basically gift someone to tell their story. They get like a question a week or a few questions. Um, You decide which questions. They have prompts on the site. And basically, let's say you gift it to your mom, right? So she'll get to her inbox like a question. I'll give an example. Like, what were your favorite things to do when you were little. So like, I don't even know that about my mom. So then she would answer it. She would write it. Okay. And then at the end, you get like a book with all uh, the answers. And basically, you also get to know your mom, your grandma, your aunt, whoever you choose to buy this for. Such, it's just makes like amazing memories because after a year, Storyworth compiles all the stories, including photos if those are attached, into a beautiful keepsake book that's shipped for free. Isn't that so cute? So I had sent this to my mom. Uh, I think it was Christmas or something that I gave this to her. And I was like, listen, there's so much I don't know about my mom's life. Like need to know, need to know. So I can't wait to get that book at the end of the year. So give your mom a meaningful gift this Mother's Day with StoryWorth. Get started now with no shipping by going to storyworth.com slash not skinny. You'll get $10 off your first purchase with that uh, link. That's storyworth.com slash not skinny to get $10 off your purchase. Like I said, it's a really, really sweet keepsake gift. Basically, you give the opportunity for a loved one to tell their story. So check them out. Storyworth.com slash not skinny for $10 off. I had to, I have so much shit to ask you because, OK, so I watched Summer House with my husband and and I don't know if he's like jealous of Luke or like I can't tell because sometimes I'm like, are you just like what's going on? Because the whole keep on saying like he's not for real, like one second he's chopping wood and the other second He's like looking at at himself in the mirror. So like, what's his vibe? Are you a woodsman? Because woodsmen don't check themselves out in the mirror 24-7. You know what I mean? Yeah, he has. He's just quirky, you know, like every single day. I actually said something to him one day in the house and I think he got legitimately mad at me. But it was like it was a joke. He would come upstairs and every single day I feel like he would be like a new character, like by the way he was dressed. And then one day he came and he sat at the kitchen table and I was like, it looks like you just finished writing your memoir. Like, <laughs> what? Like, what is this? Out- like, what are your what is your look right now? And I was like, every single day, you're just different. And he like did not think it was funny or laugh at all. But he changes like some days he's wearing glasses with, and, a, like, a, yeah. beanie. with a beanie in the middle of summer. <laughs> yeah. And then other days he's like no shirt on, wants to go on a motorcycle. I'm like, what is the vibe for today? He's, a, he's an actor. He's practicing his role. He's an actor. How many messages you guys get about his uh, role in uh, The Flight Attendant? I didn't get that many. many. I watched it, though. Oh, you watched it? Was it just was he a one night stand for the? Yeah, I only I actually only watched the first episode because it it gave me anxiety, like the the show concept. Oh, the show concept. I need to I need to watch it, even if just for Luke. The only thing I I knew about that was. I was actually helping him with the script to get the role. Like I was playing the character, but, and I was like, you're going to do great. Like we went to some acting classes together. That was um, back in the day. And then when he got it, it was like awesome. But um, no, I didn't watch it. I missed it. You missed that. Yeah. But Just I think like, he was, you, he was on that. The I, first I don't have episode. HBO Max. <laughs> no, it's so well. hard. <laughs> <laughs> 
I have HBO Max and an air fryer, and so I literally don't need anyone. <laughs> and, and Paige, and Paige, a two-bedroom apartment in a really fancy building. So we need to know, are you getting an influencer Tyler Cameron discount? Uh, I can finesse a contract when I see one. No, because I mean, because she's like so, so um classy the way she does it because she was like tagging them, but not, really you know, it's, 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 it's but it's amazing because you were living in like a studio for how long? I lived in a, oh my God. Okay. First of all, my first apartment in New York city was like rat infested. It was disgusting. I lived in a four floor walk up. I would not change it for a second because I fucking loved that apartment. Then I lived in a studio for five years and it was, I, I just started to not fit in it anymore. And then I just moved. Yeah. To two bedrooms. Two bedrooms. You upgraded. That's amazing. Yeah. What are you planning to do with the second room closet? Yeah. Duh. Duh. Come on. Come on. <laughs> That's why I like your vibe. Like always the fact that you both like connected so off the bat. We're like Hannah, although also stylish, as we all can see, um, <laughs> like our opposite, like Paige, like you would want to go with a friend to like Fifth Avenue. Like she's not that friend. But like, I feel like <laughs> no, but not I'm not that friend either, you know. Hannah and I really connected on just like our humor, like the things we thought yeah. were funny. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. like if one day I was like, "Hey, want to go shopping?" she'd be like, "Okay, fine, just because we know that we're going to laugh the whole time anyway." So But also yeah. like I don't want to be friends with me. Like I'm sick <laughs> of me. You know, like I've had enough of me. Like I even with like relationships and stuff like I Paige teaches me so much and has such a different perspective on things that it's like always fun. If that makes sense. That's so cute. cute. And, and it it is really cute. And it is really nice to see that even though Paige this season, you are vibing more with like Amanda and like kind of whatever. And Hannah, it seems like you're having more of like tackles there that Paige manages to still be a really great friend to you. And kind of like today I was watching the last episode and Paige was like, you know, Hannah, uh, you're being offensive. <laughs> Hannah, you're being offensive. Like almost uh, like you could miss it. Like so under her breath, like Hannah, tell me offensive. And I was like, it's so cute that she's not trying to call you out or gang up on you. She's trying to actually like tell you without telling you. Well, like if you watch Paige throughout her favorite thing to go with, it's not worth it. Yeah. She would yell all the time. It's not worth it because she knew in retrospect, that like how petty like the stupid drama yeah. was but when you're not in it it's so easy and I remember her actually being like kind of stop being defensive but like when you're mad and someone yeah. says stop being defensive it's like it's something like, calm say, down relax I was yeah. like I started to because in my head I immediately was like oh no Paige is brainwashed by them too we lost her we lost her <laughs> and I was like the, I lost it <laughs> the other thing with but, Hannah and I is like when we first started being on the show like we knew each other but we weren't friends the way we were we're the way we are now. And we had a conversation like our very first summer and like it was so beautiful. Honestly, Mm -hmm. we looked at each other and we were just like, look, no matter what happens, no matter how long we're on TV together, like when this is over, we're going to be friends. Like, I don't care what goes down. We will stay friends forever. And every so often we'll have like a phone call. It's like, remember that conversation? Like, it's still true. And so, and then we just like, we get over things or we don't even care about them. And I do think like, 
especially with TV, there's female friendships and like people love to break them apart. Like people are sometimes I feel like people are not rooting for us because we're very strong together and we do a lot of great, amazing things together. And we have so much fun together and we laugh so much together. That's like power for like women and people, you know, talk shit about Giggly Squad and like try to, you know, get us to go at each other or whatever. But it's like we're just not going to we're stronger than that. Yeah. Hannah came over last Friday and we laid on the couch and ate McDonald's. And I think it was like the most <laughs> I've laughed in like a couple weeks. Like I couldn't breathe. And like it wasn't a particularly happy time. Like <laughs> no. we just <laughs> we can like we, we both make each other laugh over the stupidest stuff. We could be going. Yeah. We've gone through so much hard stuff together. I mean, there have been so many yeah. highs in this journey the last couple of years, me and Paige. And then there's been some where I'm like, is this where our life ends? Like, are we yeah. done? And yeah. then we always find a way out of it. It sounds like so much fun. Like I legitimately like not to be fake would want to be invited to that. Like, and I was saying before, like, t- like to be fake, but I'm not like, how do you make sure people know? Like now I'm not being fake before I, I was, but to the McDonald's thing, I actually am not being well, fake. Well, yeah. Paige and I know the vibes that we want to hang on and like, we'll invite each other just to let each other know, like you're, you're wanted, but like then Paige will literally call me and be like, this is not one of those things you have to go to like, get out. Cause I don't want to go, but I said I had to, but you can get out. Like that's what a good friend is. Okay. You guys, if you were alive uh, last week, you probably saw that I had a collab uh, flavor of dough cookie dough and that's gonna have that flavor it was extra chocolate chip i'm so sorry that it sold out and then i'm basically kylie with her fucking lip kits with her freaking that i'm basically kylie with her freaking lip kits you guys blew us out of the water and oh my god it was so so amazing and um i really really believe in this uh company and dough and what they stand for and the product they created which is amazing 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 enhanced cookie dough with amazing ingredients that are yummy to eat out of the jar or to bake them that i wanted to make my own flavor and we did and it sold out and it went so well But not to worry, they have more flavors on their site left like cookie dough. And that's my favorite. They also have brownie uh, batter. They have peanut butter, which is peanut butter chocolate chip, which is amazing. It's not too heavy on the peanut butter. So it tastes like chocolate chip with a little hint of uh, peanut butter. It really is amazing. You guys, you have to check it out. They're enhanced, like I said, either with collagen or zinc, elderberry, pea protein, ashwagandha. Like it's just like healthy freaking cookie dough. That's also not only healthy in the ingredients, but they add in a little kick of extra, extra health and nutrition for you. So even if you didn't catch my flavor, still check out their other flavors, which are just as good uh, with a 10% off discount using code NOTSKINNY. That's 10% off using code NOTSKIN, you guys, exclusively on their website. It's eat dough, but it's D-E-U-X dot com. So eat D-E-U-X dot com. The promo code is NOTSKINNY. Okay. You can also buy it in person at Airhan, Foxtrot, or the Fast AF app. Trust me, guys. It is literally amazing. So Hannah, to that point, like the fact that Paige and Amanda don't only seem to be vibing on this season, but also kind of from Instagram, I could tell Paige that you and Amanda are still really close. Am I wrong? No. Yeah, we are. And Hannah and Amanda aren't vibing too much this season. I don't know. IRL. Are you still invited to the wedding, by the way? 
who knows? I feel like the wedding drama, it's so like, I just hope they get married. Like, I hope they get married. I hope they have an amazing <gasps> time. And like, I hope that everyone is happy. And like, yeah. if do you think, are you going to get married before them? No, I don't think so. I, I mean, I'm aiming for like the following summer. I don't know the plans. I started, you know, it's been a journey with the wedding. <laughs> I was in the bachelorette party. Now I don't think I, I don't know what's happening, but um, I just want them to be happy. And I mean, Paige has never had any beef with Kyle. So like, it's so easy to be friends with Amanda when you're not beefing with Kyle. Is that the only thing that you think is standing between you and Amanda being like the way you were is just your beef with Kyle? Or do you and her have any? I have no, I mean, I don't have any reason why I would be. I mean, there were like a lot of confessionals that were like passive aggressive and mean all summer. However, I feel like people want it to be about me and Amanda because it's more fun when girls fight, but it's not. (laughs) It's not. However, if you're, if your fiance has a real issue and is fighting with someone, then it's like, I mean, in the past, you'll always see Kyle. I mean, when Kyle would curse at me and stuff, Amanda would step in and defend me. And this summer, right. I think it was healthy for them to like, regardless what happened, she had to have his back. And it it hurt. It's hard to be two versus one. And it's hard to separate the two. Yeah. Is it weird for you to be like beefing with anyone? Like, you're, are you a person that like would like... I feel like it's almost if someone had to answer the question like, hey, Kyle and Hannah on Summer House, like, wait, why are they beefing? Like, what would be the answer? Like, why? That's, that's a great you question. Know? That is an amazing question. And that's something like he he can answer because I'm sorry about the trash. I, <laughs> I, I was bad at it. It wasn't a one person job. I was terrible. I did volunteer, but I wasn't on contract. I did not sign a contract. I would have been fired if I did. And um, I just wish I feel like if that initial talk like had a different like tone and wasn't like a some people don't pull their weight and was just like a little more like, hey, let's have a healthy conversation. It would have gone differently. Yeah. And still, it's something that's I mean, I guess only both of you know, like, I guess some people also just rub you the wrong way. But it's I think it's important. And I'm happy to know that like Paige, you can have your friendship with Amanda and it not well because like, Amanda's never them. done anything fucked up to me and I've never done anything fucked up to Amanda so like Paige I mean I empathize that she's like front but like I don't I don't know what Amanda does but like we don't talk about like that friendship right. it's not like that mm. but like there's just little things where you're right it's so confusing like Kyle Paige had a migraine one night and was like can we turn the music down and Kyle just freaked out like this isn't Hannah's house so like there's deeper issues going on <laughs> yeah like you I had cannot Hannah- help you with <laughs> Hannah didn't even say anything and like was not involved in that at all. And Kyle got so pissed at Hannah and I just like got away with it. I was like, oh my God, how dare Hannah ask that? <laughs> no, I want to be Paige in Summer House. Like I feel like so many people can connect like this bitch just comes on. She has a boyfriend, so she's not going to hook up with anyone. She's like, "What? turn it down. Um, my outfit's cute. And like is such a vibe and like it has no drama. I feel like that's the reality dream. Like, come on. Yeah. Don't have drama. Don't hook up. Don't like get naked. Don't, Was I even just there? A- you know, well, like, no, did I even you get there? to observe and like say funny shit, which is fun. That's what I was thinking. Like, could I come on like having a baby, but just like come and like hear the God? Well, like, it depends. Like that- Again, it depends if your baby's an asshole or not. Like, is your baby going to want to fight me? <laughs> 
Is your baby going to look at me funny? Is your baby going to tell me that I'm not spending enough time with it? Yeah. Because then I'm going to fuck your baby up. <laughs> Is your baby going to get drunk? And what do they call? Who do, what name do they call you when you're drunk? Pam. Pam. Is that a thing? Yes. Or is that like... Okay, no, so here's what happened. The first... My first summer, Kyle would get drunk and forget my name. And he just would call me Pam. And we'd be like, what the fuck? And then it no. just like kept going. And it wasn't until this summer that like they showed that. But like that's been going on for years. Yeah. I have a question. So I was telling Paige before like that my sister started summer house from the beginning. And so I, I see her. I catch glimpses of old Hannah and Paige. <laughs> like you were babies, mm-hmm. by the way. Hannah, you had such a spray tan. Do you know that? <laughs> Okay, well, that spray tan was expensive. And I was just told, like, you have to be, like, perfectly tan. And I remember the first, I had, like, they put, like, a sticker, like, a mic on my chest. And they took it off. And my spray tan went with it. And I just had, like, a square of white in the middle of my chest. I'm like, I'm a fucking loser on TV. It is crazy how you get so much more comfortable. Like, my first summer, Mm. I would not be on camera without makeup on. And now, if Mm. I shower, we're happy about it. So, yeah, all my interviews this season, pale as a ghost. They even were like, can you get tan for this? And I'm like, it's March. I'm not. (laughs) So, the important part that I was like, call me for this. Because I wanted to, like, remember were when the cheating stuff happened and I forgot like how it played out on the show Mm -hmm. and it was just wild, a wild ride. So, I mean, that's why I think a lot of people, I mean, I'm speaking for Hannah, even though I don't know how you feel. I think it really is hard. And a lot of girls can put themselves in that situation to have a friend be cheated on a few times by the guy. Like, I feel like I would not be nice to the guy for like, years and years it's just a wild thing to watch amanda forgive kyle not once but twice well i think i think that's like that's their love journey and i think that like so many people deal with that and i think that she's you know like the fact they've overcome that is incredible especially on like in the public eye i think the issue was more that like if you watch i am like more a hundred billion percent supportive of them They've both cried on my shoulder like so many times and they like got it in their head this season that they were going to come in and be like, Hannah talks about us. So like, that's not the issue. I like, I've always been a fan of their relationship, but it kind of enabled like them to use that to then like have other issues with me and try to destroy me. And That's how you feel, Hannah? Try to destroy me? Oh no, that's what Kyle said out loud. Oh, right. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just repeating what he said. I forgot about that. Okay, let's talk about the current stuff. Des comes in. Whoa, chicken. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa. (laughs) That was a a whirlwind of... uh, First of all, I... Like, Paige, when you came on the first season, I remember you were like, oh my God, sex. Like, I don't talk about it. Do you remember that? Or did Hannah change you so much that you don't even remember that page. (laughs) I was so terrified my first summer of just my parents. They were like, if you do anything sexual or talk about it, like you're out of our family. And then she's like in my room and I'm just like, so blowjobs, what's the deal with them? (laughs) And so like, as I've gotten older, I've just kind of like, I'm like, whatever. But she's still a virgin. She's still a virgin. Yeah, I'm still a virgin, but. I I just have gotten more comfortable with it. And I had a boyfriend. So like no one was asking me what I thought. 
You know, I know. But even just to hear you, I think in the last episode, you were like, oh, you fucked in the bathroom. And I was like, please. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was Pam. That was Pam. That, that was, was Pam. Pam. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. You fuck there. You fuck there. I was like, who is she? Yeah. When she's had a few drinks, she's different. She's different. <laughs> yeah. And Hannah cut to you being like, come on the this. And I'm like, Hannah is so dirty. Like, I just have to how- say, I think it is so important that we show women enjoying sex and having you fun. Are. I know. And that you can fuck a guy on the second date. You can fuck a guy in every room in a house and you still get the ring. <laughs> Honestly, it is a good lesson. I just want people to be like, everyone's always like, oh, to get a man, like you have to pretend that you don't like sex and you're just like so shy and you're just confused and weak and you just need a man. And it's like, stop, like have fun, have an orgasm or two or three or four. A hundred percent. I'm really glad that you're spearheading this movement (laughs) because (laughs) because I'm not sure a lot of because you're right. It is. We're not used to like seeing such sexual confidence. If I was a guy know? and a girl came that he missed so much and he was so into and he like wants to be the boyfriend to her and they have tons of sex, I would be like, yeah, bro, that's amazing. But you were saying that it wasn't even sex. It was just making out. So you guys talk a lot of dirty talk for just like making out. Oh, we had um, we like what did we I mean, we had sex in our bathroom and then, like, we're full. We def- okay, we had sex in the laundry room. And then, where was our? Oh, <laughs> well, I was like, I didn't know the laundry Actually, it's the first time the I went in the laundry room, to be honest. <laughs> um, we kind of fooled around in another public bathroom, but like, also, like, this is not porn. Like, this is not like cum being thrown at the walls. Like, this is literally just like a little cute, you know, whatever. Um, and then, counterman is bathroom. We were in for 30 seconds, but they have like the most gorgeous, huge master. Bed, bathroom that we'd all hang out in a lot and like I just like wanted to show it to him we like made out a little but yeah I still I'm so like I can't like vacation with people because of how greedy I am about getting a good room oh I can't believe got, you guys just like gave or were you happy with your room I mean <laughs> obviously in like we got put ideal, in a dungeon that smelled like a condom yeah in like an ideal world we <laughs> want like the biggest closet and we want like the most insane room and we were we are always want to share and at, like yeah. at the beginning of the summer or when we had first got to the house they were like well why do you guys always have to share and we're like because we have fun together we're so in then and to avoid any type of fighting they were just like okay you guys in the basement and we were like okay whatever well, <laughs> like, we thought that we would have a chance for the master because it was our third year and i was like this is two girls with two amounts of clothes, like hair, makeup, getting ready every time we have to go somewhere, not go somewhere. Um, but we lost it. We lost it. But it's okay. I still yeah. got, I just still got that bathroom for 30 seconds. I would do like a, like names out a hat. I wouldn't have given up so quickly. No, but that's not like. the hierarchy of our friend group. Yeah. There is definitely, when it uh, comes to picking rooms, there's definitely who gets the final say. Wow. Yeah. I don't know if I could handle that kind of that kind of ego. Okay. So uh, <laughs> uh, Des- hey Amanda, I can't. That's why you I was just <laughs> hey, No, because oh my God, when it comes to rooms, like I will eat my family. <laughs> we go to a house. I'd I'll literally and if I get the be- like we've actually done like straws like uh names out of a hat and I got the shitty room on one family vacation. And like, you don't want to know. I <laughs> yeah. cried. Like I was like, <laughs> like slammed the door and cried. And like, 
because there's always a shitty room. You know, yeah. there's never like yeah, there's equal always one that's rooms. like you fucked up. <laughs> like yeah. but we had like fun a- in the dungeon. It was great, except like it was really dark and it took forever to get to the kitchen. You have to go up like four flights of stairs. So even me like wanting to do the garbage, like it was like running a small mar- marathon. And everyone like you guys lay in bed all day. It's like, yeah, because we have no windows. We have we don't no know furniture. We don't on. have a desk. We don't have a chair. We just lived in the bed. But these are yeah. details that are important. Yeah, everyone had yeah. a desk. Like, everyone oh my God, yeah. had We had like a pillow room. on the ground. Yeah, and they were like there. here. And we're like, okay, cool. You guys, there's so many weight loss and, uh, you know, diet and nutrition programs out there. And let me tell you that I've heard so many freaking success stories of Noom. Noom is just an amazing, amazing weight loss program that is based in psychology. They teach us why we make the choices we make and gives us tools to replace bad habits with healthier ones. It's not only about losing weight, it's building habits that you need to keep it off. We all know losing the weight, we can do. Keeping it off, mm, pretty hard. It's also doesn't take too much of your time. They ask for 10 minutes of your day. Okay. And 80% of Noomers finish the program and 60% of Noomers have stuck with their goals for at least one year. That is amazing. Okay. We want to eat better to feel better. We want to understand our cravings, knowing how to shop for food, knowing that no food is bad, changing our relationship with food, getting to know more about food and, and the psychology of eating and Listen, you have to check out Noom if you've tried other programs that haven't worked for you. I'm telling you, I know so many people that have um, used Noom's program and have lost weight successfully and kept it off. You guys need, 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 need to check them out. Okay. Um, you can sign up for your trial today at noom.com slash not skinny. So check them out. Give them a trial. Go to Noom. N-O-O-M dot com slash not skinny. Learn how to eat again. Learn how to live healthier. We could all use some help in that area, you know? So N-O-O-M dot com slash not skinny. Oh my God. Okay. So I want to clear up the timeline with Des because Luke comes into the house. First of all, it was a weird like Luke on the phone. I'm bringing Sierra. Who's Sierra? What's going on? We see flashbacks that he actually knows her. She maybe modeled for his one of his jewelry companies. Mm -hmm. And she's gorgeous. And they come in and Hannah, you're a little like thrown off. Like, wait, I thought we might rekindle, even though we know from like, I think other podcasts you were on and Mm -hmm. maybe even my podcast that like you and Luke were like an unclear thing ever since last season. Like it was like you were never together together, but you were hanging out all the time. I can even vouch for it. I'm sure Paige can vouch for it. Like you were hanging out all the time. He was talking to you on the phone all the time. He loved you in his life. But there was a little bit of like an unclear thing, especially because there was no penetration. Weirdly, he wouldn't. There was penetration in the mouth, but besides that, um, <laughs> no. But Amanda, you, you said- just nailed it. The situation was like gray. So even though, but he was taking up like a lot of my time, and that like I've never had a guy friend who like calls you twice a day to just like tell you his day and his feelings and his emotions and needs advice and whatever. But like I loved the attention. I thought he was hot, and he was like he really liked me and we had this like nice kind special thing but then also I was like this guy's not gonna be the father of my children like he's he I knew he has his own issues Mm -hmm. so I was dating other people I was talking to this like football guy I had met Des two weeks before and I showed up like 
yeah, I was like excited to see Luke, but I wasn't like claiming him in any way. The fact he didn't tell me about her obviously is weird, especially if he's like claiming we're best friends. It's like, why wouldn't you tell someone? And then it was Sierra. Tell you what, but tell you what? That he was going to bring someone to the house. But okay, so him, he's bringing her that's because I was telling you like it was it felt weird to me because it didn't feel like I didn't feel as a viewer that they came in as anything. They came in as they came in him wanting something with her, her wanting a group of friends. That's what it looked yeah. like. Exactly. So I was not upset like, oh, he's he's, you know, whatever, picking one of the two. I was upset after the conversation with Sierra. When she was like, girl, (laughs) when he invited you to Minnesota to meet his parents, he invited me to Minnesota to meet his parents. And like, he told me you want all this stuff from him and he doesn't have sex with you because you'll want to like date him and all this stuff. And then I started feeling like, yeah, a lot of people were like, oh, Hannah's in love with him and all this stuff based on things that were being said. And I just kind of was hurt. And we both sat him down to be like, what's good? Like, where do we go from here? Because you've been, you know, crossing lines and playing people. But it wasn't supposed to be like a big fight. But then the second he basically was like, I don't know you. (laughs) That's when I was like, okay. And then I cried. And then he kept wanting to talk to me and it would end badly. And then, but then after we had that like talk outside, like I was very, I was happy that we can be in the house and be good. Cause like I was already like, falling for Des more and more. Des and I, after we went on like four dates and then basically I was like, I'm going to house for six plus weeks. I like you. Don't know what the fuck's going to happen there. Hopefully afterwards, like we can see where this goes. But then every night I was calling Des just being like, I got a like crying <laughs> to which we learn now, show him your worst sides mm. and see if he still loves you. And the next thing you know, <laughs> he's seen your worst sides. And if he stays around, maybe he's the person for you. Next thing you know, the you're fucking is, in a bathroom. <laughs> next thing you know. But so uh, Paige was saying the last episode, she was saying on the beach, like, imagine if Luke came and wanted to date Hannah, we might have not had met Des. Do you feel like that? Do you feel like I know it's hard to look back like that? If you came and Luke was charming again in a way and like whatever, would you have at that point in your relationship where it was starting with Des, would you have like hooked up with Luke or drunkenly kissed him? Or did you, cause were you weren't, ex- my question yeah. is, were you exclusive no. with Des no. when you came in the house? No, I was talking to other guys too. It was more that I was like hurt by someone who I really cared about and trusted. And then kind of heard that they were talking about me, like not in the right way. But I think if I came in and like Luke and I were flirting a lot, like, it's like, why bring another guy to the house to stir drama? But like immediately it was weird. And I also like didn't really know Des in the beginning. So I also have my walls up with Des. Like people love to be like, oh, if a guy likes someone, the girl wants to date him. Like I literally didn't know Des. I was like, he could be a fucking narcissist, psychopath, comedian, like many of them that I've dated before. And I was like, had a huge crush on him. But I was like, I know the devil I know, which is the guy in this house. So I also steadily got closer and closer to Des and like about four weeks in, like it's a whole month of phone calls. I was like, Mm -hmm. holy shit, I really like this guy. You know what's so wild to me, Han? I hope you don't get mad at me for saying this. You're so smart and emotionally intelligent and you like weren't smart in the Luke situation. Well, the Luke situation, I 
Paige is looking at me like, Amanda, abort. No, it's no, because for me, like as her friend and watching her, like it's so hard for me to watch her get so much hate for this summer. Like, and people say certain things. And she said it herself. Like people are like, oh, you manipulated the whole Luke thing. She's like, if I was manipulative, wouldn't I have had it go a different way? Like, (laughs) you know, it's just, I don't know. It gets me so. No, Paige, I'm talking about, uh, no, no, no. I'm saying before, I'm saying that Hannah's so smart and so emotionally intelligent that she still got caught up with this guy. Well, this is yeah. what who, this is what was crazy, which I don't. But do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Hannah? This is what was crazy. I played myself because I went in being like, he's so hot. <laughs> no, because I was like, I, I was like also fucked up from past relationships. So like I was emotionally unavailable. So this guy who comes in clearly emotionally unavailable, I'm like, I'm going to like hook up with this guy and have so much fun this summer. Now, Paige, I think definitely saw like, this is red flag. Like this is bad. And I was like, no, no, no. I'm good at like hooking up with a guy. And if it's not meant to be like, we're never going to date. I could never have anticipated in a million years that this hot model who I like had this physical attraction and flirty thing with would then try to talk to me the whole entire year and put me in this. That was where he got me. I didn't, I never yeah. thought, because most guys who aren't into you leave you alone. Right. Because right. it was a little bit of I've a, never dealt with this in my life. A really, in a plain way, we can just say it was a little bit leading on because he was calling you all the time. You were hanging out all the time, but he wouldn't like have sex, but he would hook up, but he wanted you there. As I was his basically emo- and I a girlfriend that like you could fuck anyone you wanted, but I was always there for you emotionally. And I was right. lonely too. But like, I could never have anticipated that like this guy I was trying to hook up with would put me in this like weird situation that I also was playing into because I was like, oh, I like kind of have this guy that I could talk to 24 seven and he flirts with me the whole time. But there's something off about it and I can't put my finger on it. Yeah. But I also, to this day, you will never hear me say on the hundreds of podcasts I've been on on Summer House, I never once said that I wanted to date him. And like, I've never broken in that way because I just knew that he would fuck me up real fucking bad if this is how it went without even... Without even dating. But, but, so I know you spoke all winter, but did you, I think, Am I wrong to say that you like kind of stopped talking maybe after the reunion of last year? Like you, did you have a period where you weren't speaking before filming again in quarantine? I, the timelines are so annoying. But so before the summer, last summer, the summer house was airing. We're like, we were watching our like kind of love story unfold. And during it, Paige and I were doing Instagram lives. And like, he would like be commenting and like want to go live with me after like midnight. And like, he was loving all that shit. And I was like into it, but then I was like making fun of his guitar playing and he got like really mad at me and like sent me this long thing. Like don't ever fucking. And I was just like, dude, I'm done with this. Like, really? Like, are you going to, were you serious? And I basically was like, fuck you. So then for two weeks before the reunion, we didn't speak gets on the reunion even though I obviously I was back the whole summer and was like, you manipulate Paige and Amanda to not like me, which is exactly what he tried to do with Sierra this year. Mm. And then I was like, are you trying to fight me? And then afterwards he called me and was just like, I'm sorry. Like, da, 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 like I, I, I love you. I care about you. Da, da, da. And then it was back to the normal thing. Okay. So just to wrap up the Luke stuff, <laughs> I just want to say as a viewer, like I, again, objectively, don't see 
what maybe some people are feeling. Like I didn't see a scene in which you brainwashed Sierra. Like I missed that scene. I didn't see that. Well, you it's said, Luke's interview. So people who want to like believe the interviews will just like go with what people are and, saying about me. And no one's a villain here, guys. No one. I mean, this is just like relationships, <laughs> people hooking up, people dating a guy kind of playing the field, a girl that was kind of, you know, thought something would happen. Like nothing is a super big deal, um, especially if you're not a person that's involved in it. But, you know, it is a big deal. Paige DeSorbo fucking with my uh, weekend. <laughs> Paige literally broke the Internet with her trip to Charleston, <laughs> Anna, uh, with her trip to Charleston with Sarah, which she like so like boop, just like just mm, so casual, so casual. It's like a little hop and a skip. <laughs> But no, first of all, Paige filmed Winter House, which most of us already know uh, that Paige, uh, we're going to see her again on Winter House, Sierra as well, Craig as well, Austin is Luke too. We spent time in Vermont. I don't know if it was filmed. <laughs> you don't know. Um, but I've been to Vermont. So there are rumors going yeah. around that Craig and, and you, Paige, are dating. Mm-hmm. And... That was before your, like I said, little hop and a skip to Charleston. And then the Charleston thing and you being there and hanging out, you, Paige, Sierra and Austin kind of ignited those rumors. So I want to we want to hear from you, Paige, about that. Okay, so Craig and I are a thousand percent not dating. I planned this trip actually because my brother and his girlfriend were going away for her birthday And they were going to go to Miami. And then they were like, you know what? Let's go to Charleston. Like everything's fully open. And it just happened to land on the weekend of our reunion. So Sierra was in New York. And I was like, hey, do you want to get on a flight with me like Saturday morning and go to Charleston? And she was like, "Um, yes. So Austin wasn't even there Saturday night. And then we, of course, Craig is like very accommodating. And when he found out we were coming, he was like, oh, my God, I'm planning the whole weekend. And we hung out with him the whole time. Craig and I have known each other for years because he came to the house like two, two years Mm -hmm. ago. So we've always gotten along. We've always been friends. We have like very similar personalities, but we are not romantically involved or anything. But we are very good friends. He hooked up with Jewel when he came on Summer House, if I recall. Wait, but you're saying it with a little bit of like a... Gray area. Am I the only one that's feeling this in the room? Because you're like, you're not that dramatic about your no. No, I, I, I really swear to you, like, we're just friends. Obviously, we're like, we were drunk the whole time. People saw whatever they saw, but like, it wasn't, it was blown way out of proportion. And like, a lot of people were coming up to us because I think it was just the fact that the four of us were all together that it looked like, oh my God, they're like dating. But there were so many other like friends around us and we just happened to be blackout drunk every single night and like having fun laughing and like bar hopping. But no, no one is like anyone's boyfriend or girlfriend. And like Craig and, you know, I know he has a girlfriend or like whatever his relationship status is, like none of my business, but I would never like disrespect a girlfriend or anything. And I don't know her, but I don't need to know her to disrespect that. So nothing like that happened at all. So a lot of people, it's so funny because people feel like they know people, right? Either influence like people on Instagram or on reality TV. So I got so many messages about the situation 
And a lot of them were like, Paige wouldn't do that. Like Paige yeah. wouldn't. And I was like, no, she really wouldn't because you do have this sense of like being, you know, like, a, yeah. first of all, you came on, you know, two seasons with a boyfriend. You were always super loyal. Yeah. So I think people can tell that like you wouldn't. And Craig is very respectful. He would never cheat on a girlfriend. And like he certainly would never cheat on a girlfriend with me. And, and so none of that happened. But what, like ever. heavy flirting when you're drunk? Is that what people are saying? I mean, Craig and I will always have like a little flirty something, but nothing, you know, no one's like asking anyone out on dates or like being making out in a bar like that is so untrue. So was there, though, a hookup? No, 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 no. OK, even <laughs> you're though, making me nervous. No, I'm even sweating. though. <laughs> Why? Why? No, but like, oh I, I mean, of course, I think Craig is like the cutest. So and cute. I like w- have had a crush on him for years. But no, we're very, like we became very good friends. And like we talk all the time. But, but no, I chip like, like I feel like I say this with a lot of people that would agree that like we would ship. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> I need to put up like a poll, like who would people ship more? You and Carl or you and Craig? Um, I think that Craig and I's personality is a lot more similar than Carl and I. Great. But would you want to date someone more similar to you than like someone less similar to you? I mean, why not date them all? I don't know. I also... like only six months single. I'm not, I don't want to be anyone's girlfriend anyway. So, mm. but I mean, I mean, they're both adorable. If I have to pick between the two, it's not bad. Wait, is Perry out of the picture completely now? Yeah, Perry and I, here's the thing. Like when I date someone and then, and I, I mean, you see through the summer, like, what was I doing? Like, you know, I'm so confused. And that definitely happens to me. But then once I make a decision with like, I'm done with you, I am done with you. Like, I can't even bring myself to go back. So when Perry and I broke up in September, we never got back together. And we didn't even speak for a couple of months. And we just recently like became friends again because we do have a lot of mutual friends. So I'm in like group chats with him now. And it's very cordial. But like we expected that to happen. And we didn't have a messy breakup. So... We were fine. Was it a breakup that sort of felt like it was going to happen? So like it wasn't that painful when it did because there was a lot of because I feel like I think we all kind of felt it even watching you on Summer House. It was like we had mourned it already. Like in reality, we should have broken up in March. But then the pandemic hit and things kind of just got weird. And we were like, okay, so like what we're going to break up and like not when the world is ending. (laughs) Yeah. Like what? Like, what if this is it, you know? <laughs> so really, I think we both knew we should have broken up then. And then I left for six weeks and it was kind of the nail in the coffin that was like, yeah, we shouldn't, mm. we shouldn't be together. So when I got home, it was just inevitable. But I feel like that's normal. Like if you wake up one day and want to break up with your boyfriend, you break up with him that night, you're a sociopath. Like first you get a little yeah. thought, then you have to ask all your friends if what they think and then you have to like test him like a hundred times to see if he messes up and then you have to think on it and then end it violently in like a year yeah (laughs) and there were times over the summer it's like how are you fine and you're like um like in my head it was a year ago yeah Yeah. Yeah. and like 
over the summer, there were definitely days where I was like, what am I, stupid? Oh my God, I love him so much. And then other days I'd be like, no, I can't Well, no, you do love him. It was the question of like, if you want to marry this dude and you guys were at the point where yeah. like he was down to clown. He was ready. <laughs> yeah. And I just. You did have really yeah. cute moments. Like I felt when you talked on the phone, you called each other pup and stuff. I was yeah. Like, I mean, we were definitely cute when we dated. Like, we had a great relationship. That's the other yeah. thing. This is the first breakup I've ever had. I never saw them where fight. Where the guy— I never saw them fight. Yeah, where, like, we never fought. The guy—like, he was great. So it was, like, breaking up with someone that I'm like, you really didn't do anything wrong? I, we, I just don't feel this anymore. So it was actually even harder. We have to normalize fucking everywhere and then normalize <laughs> breaking up with people even just because it's not right for you. Not just because they like yeah. try to murder your family or something intense. You know, it's almost easier if you like hate right. the person oh, yeah, and you're so like, easy. absolutely get out of my life. Where with Perry, it was really sad. And I think that's why it took me so long to like finally come to the decision. But I feel like I had mourned us breaking up all summer so that when it actually happens in the fall, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm fine. Yeah. So when my I was telling you my sister's watching somewhere else. So when was it that Perry wanted you to go to like Miami or something? Was it this season or an old yeah, season? It was, no, it was this season. Mm. His house. We had rented a house um, when quarantine started and we'd moved in in April and we'd lived there until he lived there until September. Mm. And then when I got out of summer house, we were going to go right to Miami. So, yeah. So my sister was like, how does she want him? How does he want her to go to Miami when he's not even coming to the house? And I was like, yeah, but if you think about it, like, you know, coming to the house, breaking fourth wall means filming. It's not just like coming to the house, hang out with my friends, normal life. It's like he I assume that his not that him not wanting to come to the house had to do with the filming. Is that absolutely it? And I, you know, I could never, obviously it's hard to like say certain things, but like I would never want to force him into filming. And there was part of me that liked that he didn't want to be on the show because like this is my thing. But he started (laughs) dating me and I was already on Summer House for a year. So like Mm -hmm. he knew what he was getting into. So to then kind of like flip it a little where he felt like, Oh, okay, so you're going to be away for six weeks and mm. are you going to do it again next summer? It was kind of like, dude, I this is my thing and I'm cool with you not being on it, but you have to be cool Support with me, me being, being on, on it. it. So that was at one of a pretty big reason on why I was like, I don't think we're, you know, meant for each other. So would you? Yeah, I could see I could get your vibe like I would probably maybe and, prefer to date somebody not in it just because it's yeah. like. It's a very fine line. Mm. And like Hannah and I have talked about it so much where it's like, oh, you know, she said something to me one night and I was just like, wow, that like, it just makes so much sense. If I knew that this was the man I was going to marry and I didn't give a shit about anything but him, I would absolutely like leave the show. Like, I don't, okay, I don't care anymore. But the fact that I was like, well, I don't think this is it. So I'm going to quit my job. I'm going to like throw away everything just to go like be with a guy that I don't even know if I'm going to be with forever. Like that's where my mental like well, picking. In, in Hebrew, there's a saying that it's it um goes when there is a doubt, there's no doubt, if that makes sense. So yeah. you had so many doubts that that so like many, yeah. that there's like no doubt that Rob's not. I, that's yeah, you know it's that, also yeah. 
It's also so hard to date when you are on reality TV because it's either I've gone out with guys who like want to be on the show so bad or I've gone out with guys that are like, you are so trashy. This is disgusting. Mm -hmm. And like unless you've filmed a reality TV show, it's so hard to explain what you go through or explain how you feel about it. So like we do have like a weird bond. So that's why like when people say like, oh, you, they see me and Craig. Like, yeah, because you naturally have a bond with someone that like is unexplainable. That's why I feel like Hannah and I got so close so quick or like why you get so close with certain people. Yeah, I remember when Craig and Kristen Cavallari and Justin Anderson hung out and they were yeah. like obsessed with each other. I was like, okay, yeah. calm down. And Craig was like, well, we bonded over like being on reality TV. And yeah, there's just so many things you like can't explain to someone unless they've lived it. And that it's hard when it's with like your partner and you're like, but you don't get it. Yeah. But I do think Paige taught me like for people listening who are confused about stuff like, you know, your friends always like, what does he mean by this text? Or like, does he like me? Like, if you have to ask those questions, it's a no. And if you have to be like, do right. I like him? Like, should I feel this way? So like, yeah, those are like the whispers in your ear just telling you. And I remember Paige just wanted someone to tell her what to do. And I was like, I'm mm. not going to tell you to break <laughs> up with your dude, but I'm also not going to yeah. tell you to stay with him. But you're telling me what you want, yeah. but you're just not saying it. You're using questions. <laughs> yeah. And now I keep asking Hannah, I'm like, is it true when you know, you know? And she's like, yes. And it I'm is. like, okay, amazing. When I feel it, I'll let you know. <laughs> it's so true. And that's, I was just going to say that, Paige, because like I get asked it a lot. And also like, I know it's so fucking cheesy, but it's yeah. not in like a cheesy way of like, <gasps> When I saw you, yeah. I knew I was. Yeah. No, it's, it's just like calm. you just don't have yeah. the questions and you just yeah. go with the flow and you're like, oh, wait. So you're with it and you're like, yeah, like and you don't even it's think basically about it. when you like a guy a lot in the beginning. But then, you know how you get yeah. bored after three months, the boredom doesn't leave. Yeah, that's and I don't think <laughs> I haven't really been in love in like a really, really long time. And I don't even think it was it was like almost like puppy love. Like we had nothing else to compare it to. Mm. So in my head, I'm always like, oh my God, it should be like a romantic comedy or it should be like whatever. And then like after three months, I'm usually like done with people. So I'm just waiting for that like contentness feeling. And Hannah, do you think that now that you're in, which is so funny to see Hannah go from, you know, that your brand was so dating. I mean, all of your... My whole stand-up is why I'm single. And is it because of me or other people? So I need well, to rewrite that What are we going to do? Oh my God, I'm hey, you stressing. Need to rewrite. I'm stressing. You need to rewrite. You need to be like what, the, what comedians that talk about marriage, like my husband. My fucking know, husband. Snores a lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the whole old ball and chain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. You need to change No, I that. think it's going to be like how you finally like locked someone yeah. in and like with the transition. I'm working I on kind cry. of a bit about like how I've never dated this guy outside of the pandemic. And like I said yes to marry him. But I'm like, what if the pandemic is over? And then he like, you know, the subway doors open. And he doesn't let people come off. Or like, what if we're like uh. in the movie theater and he puts like chocolate in his popcorn like oh he my sings God. happy birthday at restaurants. So I'm like working on that because that's so I had good. a couple people hey, be like, so what if good. when things open up, like he like does crazy weird shit that like you don't know because we've only lived in the pandemic, but I joke that the pandemic is like dog years. So I feel like I've known this man so much longer, but only in a specific kind of way. So I'll keep you guys posted. <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah. I just know. No, but uh, it's so wild. Like all of a sudden I open Instagram. It's like Hannah being like, this is the wedding venue. <laughs> and I'm like, who is she? Yeah. But I love, I feel like I'm like Paige changing is, before our eyes. Paige is so like prepared for these things and good at these things. So I'm like reckless and she'll just slide in and be like, yeah, this is the one. Please don't pick any other ones. Okay. Bye. Like she just like gives me like nods because she knows what's happening. <laughs> Like I'll see different venues and I won't comment on any of them. Yeah. And then I'll see like one she posts and I go, this is it. Thank you. <laughs> like, I'll Venmo you later from my consulting fees. Hannah, I'm so <laughs> excited for you. Do you think that now that you are an engaged woman, two questions mm-hmm. before we go, will you come back as an engaged woman? Or are you like Paige said in the example, going to be like my man's no show? Well, Des is in an interesting situation where like he's touring all summer. So like I Mm. might want to be drinking all summer, but then again, I Mm. might be touring this summer. So like things are still kind of up in the air, but like the experiences I've had with my friends at that house are so fucking crazy and unforgettable. And I do think like Paige said out her and Perry, the six weeks, like was a pressure cooker for them. Like we didn't sign up to like a six week, um, real world type scenario. Like I love like right. working during the week, spending like two going or three the days, then going home, calling my mom, saying what happened, her talking me off a ledge, call like my other friends, figure it out, come back, new bitch, calm, collected. So like right. if we go, I yeah. would just love to go back to weekends so I can like work. Like yeah. it's also like my stand up tour got canceled and I'm getting called like a lazy piece of shit, but I'm like, I just got fired. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm hoping all that stuff gets back in action. But I know you also like years ago told me, Amanda, I'm ready to. It's so funny because I remember when you were single and we did one of our podcasts together and I was like, but Hannah, like, are you ready to like settle down? You're like, yeah, I'm like, and get married and have kids. And you were like, yeah. So that's crazy that that's like happening. And how far in the future do you see little little bishops? Oh, my God. It's funny you said that because I think, yeah, people think I'm the funny you said that I'm pregnant. Yeah. (laughs) Wait, Hannah, are you going to change your last name? No. Mm. Even though Hannah Bishop is so cute. Yeah, I was going to say that is actually so so cute. cute, But I'm trying to convince him to have our kids have my last name because I'm like, what if my brother doesn't have sons like the burner name dies? And anyway, we're just there's a lot of antiquated shit happening. Like yeah. he doesn't have an engagement ring walking around women flirting with him and shit at the comedy clubs. And I'm just like, mm, but I'm here <laughs> with this blinding ring. Every guy's walking away. Long story short. Yeah. I've always been like very monogamous. Like when I'm close to someone, like I get a very close and like partner. Like I have, I like having like close, close friends, like keeping small circles. And um, Des basically was like, we'll be like in the hot tub. <laughs> and he'll be like, we don't need kids soon. Right. So I think we're trying to enjoy this for a bit. He knows he's like a hundred though, right? Yeah, that's why he's like, I, I want think they'll get like married. Thing. They'll get married. She'll be pregnant within like the first six months. Right? <gasps> I'm with you. No, first year. I think first year. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Look, you're not getting me. I've done the math. I've done the math. And <laughs> I think when you're having a baby, I will be getting engaged. <gasps> Oh my god! I lo- this is manifestation happening. Amanda. Yeah, that's I, love I, I love it. That was like it. powerful manifestation. I love it. However, love our kids it. are going to be like so cute, so annoying, so much yeah. attitude. Like, so I'm stressed about that, but it'll be yeah. entertaining. She's thinking about it, people. Look how much she's thinking about it. Um, <laughs> I love you both. Thank you so much love for you. coming on. 
Thank you for having us. Of course. And everyone listen to Giggly Squad. Giggly. I sound like a (laughs) grand. Giggle with Giggly Squad. (laughs) And Hannah Page. Thank you for coming on, guys. Thank you. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Not Skinny But Not Fat. Follow me on Instagram at Not Skinny But Not Fat. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any episodes. Rate the podcast that you love so much on Apple Podcasts and write a little review. If you tell me you did, I'll give you a big virtual smoocheroo. Thank you guys so much for listening and I'll see you next Tuesday. 